I'm still buzzing off the 2022 World Cup final, man. <laughs> That's the best sporting event I've ever seen. I watched the replay highlights, and it still baffles me how I got to watch that masterpiece, man. I'm honored. And yeah, the results didn't go the way I wanted to. I wanted France to win because Kylian Mbappe had the opportunity to, you know, be the man on back-to-back -back World Cup winning teams. That would have been uh, the first time ever in the modern era because, you know, Pele, unfortunately, he got hurt during the 1962 World Cup. And Grinch and Vava led Brazil to retain the title. The only other repeat winners in World Cup history is Italy, 1934-1938. And, you know, <laughs> salute to Giuseppe Mieza. You know, I do my research. I know who the legends were on that team, but nah, we, come on. Let's be serious. But anyways, like I mentioned yesterday on the episode of The Last Dan, you know, the coronation... Either way, it was going to be Messi becoming the greatest player of all time to many people or Mbappe joining the pantheon of all-time greats. And for me, A, Messi, he moved up to number two all-time, and Mbappe, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I know he's only 23, and he turns 24 tomorrow, December 20th, but... I'm sorry, he's already in the pantheon of all-time greats. I'm putting him up there. He's top five dead or alive for me. I've seen enough. The young man is special. Of course, hopefully, I want him to have a long career to ball for another decade. But, hey, man, the greatness that I've seen in this short period of time has been just about five, six years. It's special. Now, the way I look at the game, it was brought on to me, you know, from my brothers, my dad, uncles, you know, just realizing the power of the number 10. The number 10, it's more than a number. It's a position. It's more than a position. It's a mindset. It's a responsibility to try to influence a game in more ways than one. And Mbappe, he's still working on that. But you can see the semblance of it in this World Cup and even last year in Ligue 1. I know a lot of people don't respect the French League, but it's still one of the top five leagues in Europe. Mbappe led the league in assists. And then you come to this World Cup. He had two assists, but the way he would create for others, like the second goal they had, and I believe, let me try to remember what match was it. Let me see. France World Cup. It was, let me see, wasn't, was it their semifinal? It was, yes, the semifinal against Morocco. That second goal was all created by Mbappe. Shout out to Mwani for finishing it in the 79th minute, but just seeing the space he opens up for others, the way he brings people on, the directness in his dribbling, He's adding it all. He's encompassing that number 10 factor. Now, you guys might be like, hey, Dan, he's still a winger. He's not a orchestrator like Messi or Maradona or Pele or Zidane. Sure, I agree with that. Mbappe, his number 10 mission reminds me more of what 
Ronaldo was going through when he joined Inter Milan, and they gave him that number 10. He was involving into like the all-purpose, do-everything striker that, yes, I can be a one-man counterattack. I can finish goals from any angle, but now I'm creating for others. I'm becoming an even bigger force in attack because you don't know whether I'm going to pass or shoot. And that's what I, I think Mbappe is going through right now because go back and look at Ronaldo 1997-1998 at Inter. He was balling. He helped Inter win the Europa League. I know you guys don't respect that out there, but the Europa League back then was more competitive because only the league champions played in the Champions League. So the Europa League was literally for everyone else. It was more bump. And he was the best player in that tournament. And he carried that momentum into the 98 World Cup, which he did lead the tournament in assists, made his first final as a player. Unfortunately, you know, he was sick under the weather. We don't know what happened, but France won because their number 10, Zidane, showed up. So because of that amazing final, this is my updated top 10. And hey, it's subject to change. You know why I like changing these top 10s all the time? And whether it's talking about the greatest soccer players, soccer coaches, basketball players, rappers, it's always good to update your mind, refresh your thought process, go through what you evaluated in your criteria and see if anything changes with new information. And it's also a fun way to say, like, hey, none of this shit matters at the end of the day. <laughs> it's all our opinions, and opinions change. None of this is concrete, so that's the beauty of it. So as of today, this is how I view the sport. The number 10 is powerful, magical, mythical, and if it's used correctly, you get success in the biggest tournament of the sport, the World Cup. And that is why my new top 10. The top six are all number 10s in one form or fashion, okay? And, you know, normally you go in reverse order for, you know, dramatic effect, but hey, we don't have time for that. Number one, Pele. Number two, Messi. Number three, Maradona. I think these are the three men that have the strongest case of being the greatest of all time. After that, you just bias, whatever. That's how I feel. It's kind of like if you want to say who's the greatest rapper ever, I think Jay-Z, Biggie, and Tupac are the only logical answers. It is what it is. We move. Number four, Ronaldo Nazario de Lima, the only Ronaldo. Number five, Kili Kili, Kili Kili. I know it's crazy. I know it's too early, but I'm, I'm seeing it, and I'm ready to crown him. Number five, Kylian Mbappe. Number six, Zinedine Zidane. Can't deny his impact. Scored a brace in the 98 final. Scored in the 06 final before he got kicked out. 02 World Cup, he's hurt. France doesn't win a match. His impact is undeniable. He is the traditional form of what you would say is the beautiful game because his game didn't rely about didn't rely on stats like goals and assists to identify his true impact on a the match. Then number seven, Cristiano, CR7.
He likes number seven, you seventh all time for me. And this isn't to try to, you know, a lot of times when you talk about who the greatest is, it's like you have to put someone down to put someone up. And I don't want to do that. Like I said, it's about the World Cup. That's what my top six is based on because that's the biggest tournament. That's where the most smoke is. Cristiano never scored a World Cup goal in the knockout stage, never made a final. So it is what it is. But hey, everything else, the man has been flawless, you can say. Won five Champions Leagues as the best player, most goals in the history of men's soccer, all that, most international goals, club goals. I think he has most assists in the Champions League, top scorer in England, Spain, and Italy. Hey, he's been a baller. If you want to say who was the best footballer ever, like who's who was the most consistent, then it's Messi and Cristiano. But greatest, that's about your resume. And his resume is cloudy because the World Cup, nah. Number eight, Johan Cruyff. Number nine, Alfredo Di Stefano. And number 10, Franz Beckenbauer. That is my new top 10. And always remember the power of the number 10. Because it's more than a number, it's more than a position. It's a mentality, it's a mindset. It's the way you attack the game. It's the way you try to influence and inspire others. You're not just looking for people to create chances for you to finish. You're looking to create the chances and to finish them and to do whatever it takes. And Mbappe showed that last night for that World Cup final. He was everywhere. In the last, what, 15 minutes? He did whatever it took for his country to win, and they almost won. He scored the first hat trick in World Cup final history. I know British people will say, hey, Jeff Hurst did it in 1966. Eh, dodgy. I don't know if the last ball went past the line. We know FIFA is corrupt. It's not a new thing. They've been doing it since back in the day when it was black and white TVs. But, hey, it is what it is. This is your man Dan signing off. I'm going to holler at y'all. Maybe I'll be back tomorrow. I'm feeling good, man. I'm enjoying myself. I hope y'all are out there too. Christmas is around the corner. New Year's around the corner. It's time to get jiggy for 2023. Put those plans in motion because we here, baby. Peace.